Ladies and gentlemen, dreamers and doers, seekers of purpose and fulfillment, welcome to Passion on Purpose, the podcast that sets your soul on fire and ignites the spark within you. I'm your host, Steph Hilfer, and I'm beyond thrilled you're here. Passion on Purpose features leaders, experts, and sometimes me on center stage. We put the spotlight on visionaries, entrepreneurs, leaders, experts, and everyday heroes to share their journey of self-discovery, enthusiasm, and unwavering determination. We'll explore how they use their passion and purpose to fuel their brand. Alongside our leaders, we'll provide practical tips, actionable advice, and wisdom from our experts across various fields. So if you're ready to unleash your inner fire, shake off the doubts and insecurities, and pursue a life of purpose with unbridled enthusiasm, then let's dive in. All right, guys, welcome back to the Passion on Purpose podcast. And as we have done in the past, well, actually anything I do, I'm constantly evolving it, constantly changing it, growing it, thinking of new ideas. Um, I am one who doesn't sit still very often, Um, but I'm learning to love that about myself. So um, with the show, with season two, as I have said this a thousand times, but this is our first episode that's kind of a little bit unique for the season, and it is the first Steph on Center Stage podcast. That's me. (laughs) So um, you did hear from me last week with um, our kind of launch episode and trailer kind of teasing what this season is all about, but for our first solo episode, I'm going to just share that I've been really struggling to just, what I keep saying is just rip the bandaid off, do the dang thing, record the episode, get your thoughts out into the world. And, and then everything from then on will just be easier. And so I've just been thinking about ripping the bandaid off. Why can't I rip the bandaid off? What is, why do I feel like this is going to be so painful? Like what, what are my issues and what have I been struggling with to record this first solo episode? So I've been diving into myself, my thoughts around this idea of ripping the bandaid off. And I thought I would imagine that my listeners, my friends, my family, the amazing supporters I have would probably value from hearing a, that you're not alone in these things that you know, you want to do or that you should do. And that sometimes it's a struggle to just get it going. Okay. I see people are here now. No clue who's here. Um, when you're here, by the way, okay, what this is, what this is. So tangent a little bit, just like I already prefaced a second ago in, in here, <laughs> I, uh, am constantly evolving things. So for the solo episodes for this season, I plan on just doing audio. Uh, that's the plan right now for the podcast, but, um, for the recording of it, I'm going to be showing up live in my Facebook group. So if you're catching this on the podcast and you're like, oh, I'd like to see them live, then um, let me know. You can join in the Facebook group. It's Vim and Vigor. Remember, Vim is with two eyes, wherever my logo is. Um, it's with two eyes, Vim and Vigor. And you can catch me jumping on kind of sporadically to record these solo episodes. And so like that's what that was where that tangent was. So if you're listening to this audio and you're like, what do you mean I see people are here? I do see a p- people, couple people live in the Facebook group. So thank you guys. Shoot in the comments if you can that you're here um, and let me know as you're listening if any of this is resonating. Okay, 
back to where we were. So I just imagine that people in the Facebook group, my friends, my family, my listeners, my clients, um, anyone who's in my community, I just imagine that you've also been in a place where you know you have to do something or want to do something. You're even excited about it. But this idea of just doing it is holding you back. It's you're you're kind of having paralysis analysis probably. So I just started diving deep into why that is happening for me and I started putting together a plan to overcome it. So this episode is ripping off the band-aid. It's truly what we're calling this episode. And I want to start by reading kind of what the meaning of that term actually is. I'm the first to admit that I will use terms and then I'll be like, is that the right term? And what does that really mean? So I wanted to do a double check. And so I Googled it and I have some notes. So if you're on the live guys, just bear with me as I'm checking them out. So I, I literally Googled what is the meaning of ripping off a bandaid. And it says to perform a painful or unpleasant, but necessary action quickly. So as to minimize the pain or fear associated with it. And so I started sitting in that kind of meaning behind it. And I started thinking, well, there's no pain really. I mean, I guess people can um, kind of can say that there's some pain. Well, of course there's pain with emotional, emotional pain. Um, close unused applications. All right, guys, I probably have too many tabs open. Facebook is telling me I have too many things open. So we're going to try to close a couple things really quickly. No, there's not a lot open. Um, okay. So I was sitting here in this, I thinking of this idea of what fears do I have around this? And I'm going to go out of order. Totally impromptu, already doing the thing. So um, where was that? Yes. Okay. So I, I was like, what, what fears do I have around this? Why do I feel like I even need to rip off said band-aid? Like, why is it something so challenging? I sought out to do this. I put a plan together to do this. No one's forcing me but myself. So why does it feel fearful? And why do I feel like there could be pain associated with it? And so I did what any amazing, great millennial would do. And I Googled it. <laughs> I Googled what to do when you're feeling stuck, but you need to do something. Literally, that's what I Googled. And the amazing Mel Robbins popped up with a YouTube video. It was a YouTube compilation of, it was an hour and 16 minute compilation of all things about how to get unstuck. So I listened to, kind of dabbled throughout it, and one really hit, hit me on the head. Like just, it was perfect. And it was this idea of the what ifs. And she said, whenever we're doing something that we have fear around or possibly pain, could potentially be painful, we're constantly thinking about the what ifs. What if no one likes it? What if I look silly or I sound funny? And what if now it's out in the podcast universe or in the Facebook live universe and I can't undo it? Um, what if people say something about me that is negative? What if someone judges me? Um, all of these what ifs naturally were going through my mind. And as Mel was pointing out, that's the first thing we do. What if this, what if that, all the what if negatives. And to her point, what if it all works out? What if it is amazing? What if people get value? What if people resonate with what you're saying? What if people judge you and they're stoked for you and happy for you and proud of you um, and share it? So it was just, it's funny, I get like seriously slightly emotional. It was just really moving and powerful for me to kind of shift that mentality 
to the what if negatives to the what if it all works out. And so um, the other amazing thing, after I, I listened to some of Mel, I once again pulled out the amazing millennial tool of Google and I typed in um, what, oh, again, I typed in what to do when you're stuck and you know you need to do something. And then this list popped up and it was like six or few things and I picked out the ones that actually really felt good to me. And that's what I wanna read to you today or kinda use as an agenda today. Number two actually was what I just shared, but I wanna dive a little deeper and that was change your perspective. So we already talked about this what if, right? And the brand, when I think about my world and what I help clients with, um, when we're talking about your perspective, I always talk about changing the lens, like literally think about those who are, can see me right now, like think about your the lenses of like a pair of glasses, right? So your brand lens is what you look through. It's like your litmus test to ensure that everything you are seeing is being filtered through the lens of your brand, your brand lens. And so when I'm sitting here ripping up, getting ready to rip off the Band-Aid, I knew this is what I wanted to talk about, but getting it all organized, the first thing was to change your perspective. Look through your brand lens. Use that as a tool to help you understand the fears, the frustrations, and get over the what ifs. So the brand lens that I chose to look through for them was peace. And so when Mel's talking about this, what if it all works out, that brought me a lot of peace. The other what if negatives really didn't make me feel in alignment with my, my brand lens. It wasn't positive. It didn't feel enthusiastic. Um, it made me feel like I couldn't perform excellence and it didn't bring me peace, right? And so when I look through the brand lens and it didn't align, I have to figure out how do I shift it so that it does. And so one of the, the second thing about changing my perspective um, around this idea of ripping off the Band-Aid is once again, those, that brand lens of enthusiasm and positivity. Those are important values for my brand. They're important values for me as a human as well. And so what I started looking through this lens was, okay, you need to shift your attitude, right? You are not enthusiastic about recording this episode. You are not positive about <laughs> recording this episode and you need to shift your attitude and you need to figure out how to get into that space. And so that's easy said than done. So I kept working down this Google list of what to do when you feel stuck and you need to rip off the Band-Aid. So, the second, actually the first thing, which I flipped orders for. So the first thing on the list was identify what you truly want. And it's so beautiful because it goes right in alignment with what I preach to my clients, with what I help my clients establish through their brand, and with one of my own core values, which is intention, right? Going back to the intention you set for anything you're doing helps you create a path, a map, it's your compass to guide you to what you're doing and why. Uh, you'll often, often hear me say, does this serve me, right? When you reframe a decision or when you ask yourself a question of, does this serve me? When you are trying to make a decision, what it does is it helps you step back and think about, well, what serves me? What am I doing? What's my goal? What do I want out of said action or decision? And does that actually serve the ultimate purpose of my 
business, my personal brand, my being a mother, whatever it might be, right? Now, you can't ask yourself the question of, does this serve me? If you haven't done the introspective work to kind of understand, not kind of, to understand what it is that you are set out, setting out to do through your, like I said, personal brand, business, whether you're just using the tools that I share for your own personal life, you do need to step back and do some of the introspective work to make sure that you can answer the question of what serves you. Um, so the first step of identifying what you truly want was what, where I started. So I was thinking, why did I set out to A, double the amount of episodes in season two, um, B, add in a new segment to bring experts on the show, and then C, bring me on as a perceived expert or someone that people wanna listen to, why? Why did I do that? And and so I know why. I wanted to give value. Um, there's a lot of people that we see as experts who can give us value and who can help us through things. And I'm not claiming to be one of them. However, some of the most amazing people who have given me the greatest advice and have helped me through a lot of things are not quote unquote experts or coaches or uh, anyone in, of influence. So I feel like I can give value to the people who choose to listen to me, uh, who choose to show up. And if I can use these tools or you, or share whatever it is I'm sharing, and if it makes a small difference to any one of you, that's worth showing up. So that's number one, I wanna give value. The solo episodes are truly intended to give you value from my perspective, value directly from me to you. Second, <laughs> I'm a talker. I set out to do this because I genuinely love talking. I love talking to people. Anyone, I have jokingly said, anyone who will give me an ear, I will talk. Um, I do really enjoy conversations. I love my episodes with my experts and my leaders so that we can have a conversation back and forth. Um, and I love the idea that we're gonna be, I, I really wanna keep this going doing these solo shows here in the Facebook group, because even though it's a solo show, if you guys chime in, drop a comment, have a thought, um, I'm, I'm super excited to kind of incorporate that level into the solo shows as well. And then third, about what my intention were was or is for the solo shows, is uh, to connect more. I just wanna connect with my community more. When I'm doing Instagram, when I'm emailing, when I'm on podcasts with other people, um, I'm connecting usually with an, a very specific intention and I wanted to broaden the intentions I can connect with you on, um, whether it is branding advice or, or branding tips or whatever, branding tricks or what I'm seeing in the industry or what my clients are struggling with or what I'm struggling with. I wanted to just bring that to the table. Um, things that as an entrepreneur and business owner, things that I'm working to overcome, things I've struggled with, things I'm, I'm questioning, um, anything when it comes to what I'm experiencing and learning, I know somebody before me has been there and I know someone after me will be there. And so it's truly my story and my place to just bring that to the table and let it lie and hopefully it'll make an impact. Uh, I don't imagine I'll have too many completely random episodes that veer too far from entrepreneurship, business, branding, but I also want to leave it really open to who knows what 
I'll bring to the table on the solo shows. Um, maybe something personal, maybe, uh, uh, you know, some personal things I'm working on this in the last couple of years has been fitness working out. I don't know if I'll bring that to the table, but I don't want to close the door on the solo episodes solely being anything in particular. Um, so with that said, would love it if anyone has specific topics that you'd love to hear from me on. I have several times gotten, um, and I have a nice little list from the community, from you all about what you would like to hear. And so I do have that in the pipeline coming. We'll be chatting about it. But if you didn't do that, uh, I'm really active on Instagram. So probably just DM me or keep an eye on my stories and I will make a point to put more questions out there so that you can drop your, your content ideas or what you want to hear from or what questions you have there. Okay. So number three on what to do when you're feeling stuck and you need to rip off the bandaid, it was move your body. So I don't know if you could tell, but I'm not sitting in my seat today. So I was like, okay, move your body, stand up. I'm a talker with my hands, right? If you're listening to this on the show, you're not seeing that. But if you're here on the live, you're seeing that. Uh, and if you know me, if you're friends with me, call, colleagues with me, clients of mine, you know, I'm just a big talker with my hands. Now I feel like I'm doing it extra, <laughs> but that's pretty much me. Uh, I think if I was a singer, I'd be one of the singers that like does the thing with their hand all the time. <laughs> So uh, I loved that advice because it's super simple. Move, move your body, get up. When you're feeling stuck, go for a walk. Get outside of the environment that you are currently in when you're feeling stuck. Get a change of perspective visually and let your body do something different. In the discovery session, so our clients, all of our branding clients, when they start with us, we do a full day. I'm talking eight hour on the calendar, eight hour discovery. And the idea of sitting down for eight hours talking about branding uh, is, is it's challenging, daunting. And other than me, I don't know who really gets excited about it. But I, I have found that even in those discoveries, whether we're doing them virtual or I'm coming to you and I'm in person, I have found that throughout the several exercises we do that we need to get up, right? We're going to still talk about the same thing. We're going to work through the exercise in a very similar way, but maybe we're using tools like a whiteboard and markers or post-it notes and pencils. We're getting up, we're moving around, we're changing our body, everything about our body up um, just to get our brain working in a different way. So I love that advice and I took it and applied it in this quick way. Okay, number four was set a date and park decisions until then. Okay, so we're here. As you all saw um, earlier today, I posted, hey, I'm gonna do this live. I'm gonna do first the first solo show of season two. I'm gonna do it live in the Facebook group because I know myself. And I know that if I were to just record it and throw it out on the podcast channels, that I would likely, as a self-diagnosed perfection enthusiast, <laughs> I will probably start and stop that recording way too many times. And I just don't think it's necessary. I'm pretty comfortable talking about what I'm going to bring to the table. And I know that people don't need perfect perfection and polish. This isn't, I'm not at a TED talk. <laughs> this isn't going on a documentary on, you know, the now wet network or whatever. It's just to you guys. And so um, I set a date, I set a time. And uh, that helped me with accountability because I had you all knowing that you all 
um, saw that my posts that I was going to be doing this, knowing that several of you said you'd show up and support me in it. And so there was a great amount of accountability. There was a set date and time so that I would just show up. And then I stopped thinking about it. I set a timer so that I had about 20 minutes before showing up for you guys um, to kind of really get my thoughts in order. And prior to that, I just released the thought of this so I could focus on something else. And I really loved that advice because so often we percolate and wear ourselves down just thinking about this thing we need to do, this thing we're trying to rip the Band-Aid off for. And instead of doing the thing, we are just, you know, ruminating in this thought of what ifs, right? The what ifs and the how and um, what do I say and how am I going to do it and what if it doesn't work out and all of those things. So I loved that advice. Thank you, Google. Um, then the next one was take action to avoid analysis paralysis. So this was a simple act for me, and it was simply making a little bit of an agenda, right? If you're here on the live, you're seeing me kind of looking over here. I've got a little small agenda for me to follow. And I think that we often think of the term ripping the Band-Aid off as this idea of just jumping all in with nothing, with like no holds bar, right? Oh, okay, rip the Band-Aid off, just jump in. Don't think about it. Don't plan for it. Don't worry about it. Just do it. And the idea is if you do that, it's all going to be okay. But in reality, what often happens is you show up and you do it. And now you realize with this silly example in my mind is like you decide to just jump in, but then you realize, oh my gosh, the water's a whole lot colder than I thought it was going to be. Or I don't, I can't swim. <laughs> or um, I, there, I can't reach the ladder to get back in, in, onto the dock, whatever it might be. So this analysis paralysis, this avoid this thing that's going to stop you once you do rip the bandaid off for me was just having a tiny bit of structure, just a little bit of an outline to help me make sure that I don't freak out. Like, what am I going to say? What was I doing? Okay, I ripped the bandaid off. Now they're here. They expect this, this and that. What was I doing? This helps me with that. So find the thing that helps you feel like you can continue to move forward. Um, if you're the kind of person who needs a PowerPoint when you're speaking, then have a PowerPoint. Um, if you're the kind of person who is very creative and you need to not have um, structure and calendars and things like that don't work for you, then um, make sure that you set aside time to just have the freedom to do the task that it is. Um, the one thing, the reason I bring that up, I have a couple sides that compete with each other of myself. I have a very analytical side, one who craves structure, organization, process. But then I also have this creative side and I have to use both. And when I have that creative side, I really need the freedom to let that creativity, um, even if I'm you know, editing somebody else's creative work and wanting to imprint my creative spin on it, I need to have, I can't just say, okay, do that at 2.15, you have 30 minutes to do it, it's done. I actually have to really create, um, take action to create a plentiful amount of time to, to ease, ease my way into that creative part of me to be successful in that task. So I think there's a combination for this like number five, which is to take action to avoid analysis paralysis, is figure out what that is for you, right? Everyone's gonna be a little different. And then the sixth one, which really, I think goes back to the number one, but it's a really great way to sandwich all of this 
idea of ripping the band-aid off, and it's to tap into your purpose. Going back to the idea of does this serve me? When I think about doing these episodes and how much it will serve me, it makes it so much easier to do it. Serving me sounds selfish, but when I look at what my intention is for the show, for my brand, I know that when things serve me, it actually serves others. The more I show up, the more I give people content to apply to their own brand, apply to their own business, to get inspired by other business owners and experts, the more I know that that does serve me and it serves my people, right? It, it, it's a win-win. So um, that, that's episode number, I can, I'm not going to tell you what number it is. That is the f- first-ish first solo episode of season two that you get from me ripping off the band-aid. I really hope that you found some value in this for yourself, Um, whether it's for yourself, maybe for your kids, maybe for a loved one who comes to you for advice. I think we take these terms that have become popular in our society of like ripping the band-aid off and diving a little deeper into it was the most helpful tool for me to get to you all today. So with that said, I will wrap up and I cannot wait to talk to you all next time on the solo episode or with my leaders or with my experts. This is going to be a really awesome season. I love the idea of this format and uh, yeah. Okay. Talk to you guys soon. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Passion on Purpose podcast. I truly hope you got a lot of value out of this episode. So if you did, please rate, review, and share. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, whether a leader or an expert, please go to getvim.com forward slash podcast and you will find our application page or reach out to me directly and I can give you more information. 